The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. There's a day for everything. Yesterday was uh, March 21st, and it coincides with the day that we celebrate the most important person in our lives. It happens to be the mother. And so we would like to say again, Happy Mother's Day to all mothers out there listening to us. You guys are true warriors. And you guys are our soldiers, literally. You are everything. I believe a mother is everything. She is literally a do-it-all kind of a human being. That's why uh, I want to just pay my respect again to all the mothers listening to us and all the mothers out there fighting the fight and hustling every day to be the best person they can for themselves and their families. Um, so uh, on this occasion, again, we're going to be celebrating. Uh, today, it's uh, the 22nd of March. We have another celebration or another day, a very important day, that is marked annually. It is World Water Day. Now, it is um, observed on the 22nd, and this day is about accelerating change to solve the water and sanitation crisis in the world. And because water affects us all, we need everyone to take action, of course. Um and that's why they have this day the un have they have the water day and they even have a un uh, water conference it's the first event of its kind for nearly 50 years to observe this, this day um and the reason why it's such an important day to observe is because right now an estimated 785 million people live without access to clean water that's a big number right there and in two years half of the world's half of the world's population will be living in water-stressed areas. That's not me talking. That's according to the World Health Organization. So this is a very alarming um, uh, thing to take back uh, and a note to take back. That's why there's a, a day like this, a World Water Day. It's an annual UN observance spotlighting um, something so basic and yet so scarce for so many people that we don't tend to wrap our head uh, around because we live in such a privileged country and region. We don't even, sometimes we, we believe that this day shouldn't even exist because, I mean, what? People live without water? Mm. Like how? How is that mm -hmm. possible? But people do. And I just gave you an estimated 785 million people live without access to clean water. And some people don't even have access to water in general, not even clean water or not clean water. So, um, yeah, there are some simple things that we can all do at home to help uh, care for the global water supply. Um, I personally, I'm not trying to be, you know, like, oh, the, the, good, the, the good guy or the good person here, <laughs> but... Literally, I actually do this at home, and I tell my um, uh, the, my family members the same. And they always they they're like, "Oh, you know, you spend so much money on um, meanless things, but you you just like you're so fussy about that, the water supply, the water thing. You know, when people turn on the faucets mm. and they actually they keep it running, the water keeps running, mm. and they're doing something else, and they come back to the you know, I just that." It's kind of like one of my pet peeves. I'm like, turn off the water, turn off the water and then come back when you need it. And you don't have to like open it all the way. I feel it's just such a waste, mm. you know, especially putting in mind that other people really don't have access to water. Exactly. Now, I think, you know, it all starts at home, doesn't it? I mean, understanding this situation, especially I think during Ramadan, when uh, evolution time, a lot of people tend to 
have it on very very high uh, pressure and do their wudu or the ablution before the prayers i think the, the minimal amount of water you can use is always always very good so i think especially during ramadan it's worth noting that and it's uh, part of the etiquette of that. exactly yeah. it's part of the ramadan etiquette that you've got to mm. be uh, mindful of all of those resources that are now getting scarce because of our own practices but to shed some more light on this we've got our very own expert uh, mr louis denham with us in the studios um louis uh, world water day uh, it's, it's 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 nice to have this day isn't it and and just a bit of a reminder of what mistakes we might be making yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for having me, of course. Um, and I think it is really important to have uh, the World Water Day. As Rania um, talked about, there is an estimated 785 million people who live without access to clean water. And uh, there are several uh, support organizations that are really making an impact today. Um, one being WaterAid, which uh, promotes clean water, reliable toilets, and good hygiene, uh, another being Charity Water, which actually has a different and quite unique approach to investing in their water projects. This is a non-profit organization that works with local partners to implement sustainable community-led water projects whose donors are always connected to their impact. So you're actually able to see how far your your donation is going. And then uh, another final, final one is water.org, which actually focuses on providing funding so communities can maintain access to clean water and sanitation. And a little fun fact, about uh, water.org is it's a non-profit organization that was founded by world-renowned actor Matt Damon and wow. an, and uh, engineer Gary White. And if you're listening and you're thinking, how can I make a difference on World Water Day? Well, Rania and I were talking off air and we both agreed that we are actually in the minority of uh, people who aren't fond of avocados. Yes. And um, <laughs> I'm not. It, oh, wow. I know. And it, and it kind of made me think because I, I remember listening to this in a podcast. But actually, avocados are really quite bad uh, for, uh, for water consumption. And an, a regular, just one avocado pr- uh, for it to produce is highly water intensive and takes 70 liters of water per fruit. Now, to put this into context, this is more than 12 times uh, it takes to grow one tomato. No. So when you think about that avocado that you might be having for breakfast or lunch, that took 70 liters of uh, water to produce. So it that might be really helpful. There you go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of reasons yeah. why to not eat avocado. Um, it's confusing, isn't it? Like You're always told healthy eating, avocados are great for you to lose lose weight because mm-hmm. it fills you up yeah. yes it doesn't have a great taste but it is something that's very hip it's it's it's, it's, it's yes. trendy at the moment it's about the trend it's not yeah. really about like sorry to say that i mean for people who love avocados <laughs> because of the taste they're gonna hate me now but like uh some people i'm not saying all some people think oh it's so hip it's so you know like mm. uh, refined oh you have to eat avocados you're very cool you know have avocados on a toast yeah, yeah. and you're the coolest Exactly. You're part of the elites. Even though it. it's uh, <laughs> it's not so cool for the water consumption. No. It's just, I don't, I don't get it. Um, but there's also several other things you can do around the house today and that you should yes. take forward in the future. Uh, Rania mentioned about the toilets um, 
Uh, sorry, faucets, the faucets, yes. the taps. Turn, uh, off, turn off water while brushing your teeth. Absolutely, uh, that's a big one. Turn off the water while you're shaving for men. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't let the faucet run while you're washing, for example, or cleaning mm-hmm. uh, the dishes or the vegetables or anything like that. That's yeah. just, it's just a Pet peeve, pet peeve that I have. I, I completely guess. agree. And I actually got told off about this from my mom when I was yeah, growing yeah. up. And it's installed in me now that when you are in between brushing your teeth uh, and, you're, and you're not using the water, turn the tap off. Right. Um, you can also, of course, shorten the length of your showers. If you're done in the shower, turn the water off. You're, not, you don't, you're just wasting water at that point. And uh, in terms of modern houses, I would recommend using low flow toilets because actually out of everything in the bathroom itself, the toilet is the uh, the toilet flush is the thing that uses the most amount of water per flush on modern day toilets um, uh, uh, take around six liters of water per flush. And now if you have an old fashioned toilet, you're looking at 26 liters per, per water per flush. So little things like that are really important as well. And of course, it goes a long way, especially if you're in a household of, of five or six people. Um, and in terms of watering your plants as well, you can, of course, use a bucket rather than an ongoing hose and just letting that uh, free flow. Mm-hmm. So these little things really add up and if we all come together and recognize that we can all make a difference by our day-to-day activities we will and hopefully uh, continue this uh, sustainable future that Sharjah's looking to embark on exactly now uh, my inquisitive mind is now thinking that firstly doctors tell you to eat avocados because it lowers your cholesterol (laughs) is great and then you're told yeah avocado is doing that and then you're told to not use the toilets as much but (laughs) drink enough water during the day what if i need more lube breaks and i need to use that flush it's it's confusing it's confusing for an innocent mind Mm -hmm. it's thinking what is right or wrong then here Uh, i mean but but then again comes to the point it is World Water Day. It's a realization that you know there's some parts of the globe that are sadly um, do not have access to clean water. So it's, it's just for us to count our blessings, um, try to drink less water. Ramadan's here. There you go. Changing habits, changing behaviors. There's going to be uh, those discussions, of course. Now, up next, we'll be talking to you about another topical discussion. It is, of course, the world of TikTok. What's happening? All of this is going to be discussed right here on the Morning Majlis. Pulse 95. Social Media Minute. Today's clickbait worth talking about. Worth talking about. Talking about. Social Media Minute. Oh, Social Media Minute indeed. TikTok is something that's got everyone talking about. It's a very topical conversation. It is something that really concerns people, isn't it? They're, they're big fans of it and then they get hooked onto it. Uh, and to an extent that as soon as we mentioned it, I decided to post on TikTok as well on my <laughs> side. So just goes to show how trendy this, this app is and how addictive it can be. Now, one thing for sure is um, the amount of times we sign up to uh, different websites and the terms and conditions or whatever it is, uh, pr- normal practices, etc. We just say agree, agree, agree. I accept because we want to get away, get, get on with our plans and just move on because there's no room for negotiations and arguments. How much time would you spend reading terms and conditions? Mm-hmm. So, um, Louis is here with us in the studios, and he pointed out something very, very interesting earlier uh, about this so-called famous app, TikTok. Well, yes, thank you very much again for having me um, here on The Morning Majlis. But the Byte Dance owned app, TikTok, uh, has been 
faced with allegations for years um, over its terms of conditions. And it's been, uh, the allegations are, are that it's a threat to national security. And it kind of makes me question, okay, well, what am I agreeing to when I uh, sign up for this app? And obviously this app might be catered to um, the younger generation who definitely are not going to be reading the terms and conditions. Now, when you do uh, click that agree button, up until recently, when they're, ch- when they're, they're going to be changing them, um, the tic- TikTok automatically collects uh, your usage information. Now, this isn't too um, interesting and different. It, it, just like Facebook, it, it, it creates... It, it, um, collects how long you stay on the app, what you like, what your favorite things are on that app. However, what it does in terms of your device, it is absolutely mind-blowing. Instantly, it uh, knows the um, the modification of your phone and also collects your own IP address. With that, it also finds out your mobile carrier as well, your time zone settings. Now, this is the most mind-blowing thing that I found out. It actually tracks your keystroke patterns or rhythms. Mm -hmm. So whether that's what you're messaging or what you're clicking on, it is absorbing this information um, to basically cater to a more personalized TikTok app so that you become somewhat addicted and you can't find a reason to turn the app off. Further further on this point, it also absorbs your file names and types on your phone instantly. Mm-hmm. Anything you have saved on, in terms of your files, they have access to as well. So when people, because uh, it's, it's it's topic of conversation when people are, uh, somewhat talking about or doing research on using their Safari um, web browser, and then suddenly on TikTok you see a, an advert for something that you were talking about yesterday or something you were you were researching. It is because it is um, collecting and absorbing your keystroke patterns and rhythms and your file names and types. And I actually believe if, if a lot of people knew this, they wouldn't. Um, voluntarily just give everything up to, I don't know, watch some TikToks. Mm. You know, but what I don't find surprising is that I feel like all apps do that some way, Mm -hmm. somehow. Absolutely. You know? Mm. So it's just, it's something that you can't run away from. Yeah. Unless you don't want to use any app. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally the only way you can run run away from it. Unless we have maybe like a tech expert here to tell us like how we can run away from those terms and conditions if there is a way. Uh, but for for the you know for us, I feel like we're just being watched, or mm-hmm. everything is being detected. Like everything we say, as you said, as you mentioned, everything we say, everything we search, it pops up yeah. immediately afterwards. You know, um, but I feel like Instagram does the same thing. Facebook does the same thing. Absolutely. Um, Snapchat also does the same thing mm-hmm. somehow. So if I search for anything, immediately comes up in my browser, it comes up in the Explore on, on Instagram or wherever. So they all kind of do the same, I feel. Yeah, uh, valid point over there. I think, you know, a, a Snapchat, for example, with their Snap Map, which, you know, you can obviously turn that setting off, but it tells you your location where you are. So if you've got any potential paparazzi or stalkers, then <laughs> yeah, there you go, they can find you. Um, I think the other aspect is... Um, 
if a person is very private and they want to have a very mm. private life, then just don't get a smartphone. Because yes. nowadays, even on WhatsApp, for example, um, when you message someone, you get a, a last scene, you get the blue ticks, mm-hmm. you get the blue uh, microphone icon if you've read or listened to that voice note. Good old text message back in the days of Nokia's. Oh, I miss no those one days. would say yep. the phone would say one hundred message or a couple of hundred <laughs> messages. Even if you read it, the, the sender wouldn't know that you've read it. Mm. It's fine. You've you got- know, I feel like we're mm. in that era, or or almost in that era, where privacy is a luxury that not many people will have. Absolutely, or do have, even. And a lot of people are going to start looking for that somehow, and they're probably going to be buying mm-hmm. buying that luxury pretty soon of having a private life or or being in a private environment somehow because i feel everything now is just um out out in the public and it's quite uh upsetting to see that that the upcoming generation is growing up on these apps and they are beginning to believe that it is normal that these apps are so personalized Mm -hmm. and taking all your information uh, from you to make it a more personal experience uh, and and living without any privacy as well, you know, mm. um, taking a, an Instagram story of absolutely everything they see and little things like that. And that, for me, is, is quite disheartening. You know, there is something that we should value in privacy, um, especially when it comes to what you're searching and, and how you how you are on your mobile phones. It shouldn't be as public as it is. Uh, if you if you are someone who, who who is questioning this and a little bit worried like myself, uh, in terms of um, targeted advertisements that you might see on your phone, one thing I would recommend is don't agree to uh, uh, accept the cookies. Okay. So whether that's your what you're using when on your web browser, on your laptop, on your computer, or on your phone, and it says, would you like to accept these cookies? Reject those cookies uh, because what cookies are is it basically is another form of tracking what you what you're uh, what you're searching and how you're using your your device to then send you personalized advertisements doing is a marketing scheme you know mm. um so little things like that can make you mm, less targeted with these advertisements true well then again uh, for those people who are advocates of the good old tiktok i, I remember the time when i bumped into one of my school teachers whom I last met about 10 years ago um, or more than that maybe uh, and they said I saw you on TikTok I thought mm-hmm. wow and then you speak to content creators and they say they've gotten more reach off their contents through TikTok as opposed to Instagram because the algorithm allows the exposure so there are pros and cons for both because obviously if you're a social media influencer you're not worried about how much data <laughs> yeah. is going out there because you are showcasing and sharing that data with agencies, with people, with public, your audience, etc. So, yeah, lots of uh, lots of um, food for thought here. And if you'd like to contribute to this discussion, you can do so on the text lines 4215. Drop us a message. And uh, another point that I remember is... Um, I used to be working for a media organization and then there would be a marketing manager saying, we need to be on TikTok. And there was three years ago and you thought, we all laughed at him and said, (laughs) (laughs) what a joke. And now you see most news organizations have a a platform and presence on on TikTok. So it's actually the sixth biggest platform there is globally. Very good. Well, there you go. Well, uh, in line with that, as um, 
Louis pointed out cookies. I'm craving a cookie now. So I need a <laughs> bit of a break. Uh, I will have the business headlines and then some musical entertainment for you whilst we uh, seek some early morning snacks before the start of the holy month of Ramadan.